0: We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Welcome to California Penal League Podcast. Uh, We have finished May. We have completed the month of May. And your Cleveland Guardians were an uninspiring, often disappointing occasionally baffling 12 and 15 in the month of may though they closed it out in grand fashion winning 12 to 8 against the baltimore orioles winning their second series in a row against a bird specific team after will brennan <laughs> killed a bird on the field so conspiracies i mean look whatever it <laughs> Stick takes
1: around and find out
0: whatever it takes but as of this recording <clears throat> the wind was let out of our sails a little bit given that the Guardians blew a six to three lead late against the twins in that opening game of that series and uh, lost seven to six after a bullpen implosion. Thanks to uh, Royce Lewis to run Homer to tie it. And then I think who was it? Willie Castro or whoever uh, walked it off, whatever Um, where they sit right now. It's what? Four and a half games out of 31. first. You know, twenty five and thirty one. Four games back in the lost
2: column. Four games back in the lost. Though
0: so. you know, it's it's it's. Here's the thing. We're talking about it like <laughs> four games back in the lost column, and like you, you you know, in the last like week, it's like a part of me has been like, don't make me believe. Don't don't you do this because totally. here here you can start to see but a little vision bit. Vision like,
2: is so freaking bad. That's Division's the thing so bad. Like,
0: well, that's the oh. thing that's driving me so crazy is, and I'm sure we'll talk about it like we do every episode is like, there's these things that are sitting out there. There are these moves right now sitting out there that they could be doing to make this team at least immediately, maybe yes. a little more competitive. And and it's just like, like, what is, is
1: happening? 100%. I don't need to see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to dive into it. With the it, please you, you you open the door. I'm sorry, I'm kicking it down. I don't need to see. <coughs> excuse me. I'm Rosario.
2: Go 0 for five. And did he get Ever a ball again. out of the infield? Did he did get he a ball out of the infield? Fucking sucks. I'm so I'm it's so freaking, out on him.
1: It's done. Like I'm I'm done. I want it's someone, over. I want someone smarter than me to tell me what does Brian Rocchio have to do in Columbus. Because it, I hear, I mean, oh, even, well, the defense isn't there yet. Dude, blah, blah.
2: you. got the answer of Arias. Arias and, is like and killing the Freeman, ball. And we have Freeman, defense. and they didn't start him tonight until Naylor uh, had like uh, like wrist soreness, and then he got yeah. to start at first base. It's if just, Tyler Freeman, you know, we can move. We can move. He's rotting. We can, like. It's crazy. We can no move Jimenez with the bench to oh, it, with the with the young guys. Nobody can get hot, but when they do come in. They, they perform, like, pretty well. And then it's like, cool, I'll, I'll see you in three days. And it's just yeah. like, what are we doing? Like, none of this makes any sense. And, you know, Steve, like, the thing that is just keeping me not even, like, in a state of fury anymore of this team is just, I'm just telling myself, the future looks super bright. Like, the young controllable guys we have.
0: The starting I mean, pitching kind of. future Pitching-wise, Yes pitching wise yes. Mean, I'm getting
2: a little nervous about it. Does uh, but but like I I'm, I keep telling myself if even if we win the division, what like what does this team bullpen-wise and offensively have that gives me any hope that we wouldn't just get swept and that oh, that no, first we, we totally would to get pre-series. swept.
1: We to- we would get well, maybe not swept, but it, it would not be. We would not advance. Let me. Well, I'll, but I'll here's the that. thing. But there's, there's no here's the way thing. that I think.
0: Well here's the thing though. They're they're if if tomorrow if tomorrow they they even if they did what you said, Fabs and did the bare minimum and said, like, hey, look, we're we're gonna move Ahmed Rosario to the Tyler Freeman role here and we're gonna give Arias and Freeman more at bats because Arias, with like a little bit of time, actually has been providing some pop. He's
1: kind of um, starting to... St-
0: I if you I I have I've give, when on, you're giving guys like yeah, when you're giving guys like Brennan and and Arius and Freeman regular bats, you're starting to see like what they can do with that time. Mm-hmm. Um but even if they, so even if they did that, and then let's say the next day, they're like, Well, guess what? We're gonna just DFA Ahmed Rosario because plenty of other teams around the league have DFA'd guys with better OPSs than him. Um, and I understand that they're probably and doing He it is to see
1: so if, league average. He's so he's league far average. Below.
0: He's far below Well, this well year.
1: I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm talking historically for his career.
0: Do you know this he has year, a he's lower below? You know he has a lower OPS now than Miles Straw? Like let that just sit with you for Yikes. a second.
1: Like and, what and the I hell? I was looking at Miles I was looking at Miles Straw today and I was like dude, if you could raise that batting average by like 15 points to like a 2.45 average, I would love that from my nine. year well,
0: that's the thing about him is like, he probably will get relegated to like a will Brennan role at some point.
1: I wouldn't be surprised to see him and Brennan swap roles.
0: Yeah, I I could see it. I could see that very, very clearly. But, Um,
1: but, but as we're saying that, and we're talking about OPS plus, or were you talking about OPS?
0: I was just talking OPS.
1: Oh, you were just talking OPS.
0: Well, I was go Ahmed Rosario OPS also plus. has a lower Real OPS PSS, plus.
1: 67. 67 yeah, but see, OPS See, the thing plus. about Brennan,
0: but but Brennan I give a lot of pass to because he's a young guy that needs the at-bats. And at this right. point, we kind of know yeah. Miles Straw, and we certainly know Ahmed Rosario. Ahmed Rosario is a 71 OPS plus. Miles Straw is a 74. Yeah. Like, if you're getting out OPS plus by a guy who hasn't hit a home run since 2021, get the fuck off this team. Bye. <laughs> like, like when you put it like that when you put it like
1: that,
2: yes <laughs> I, I will say here. with how You're... everything's shaking up this season I think the biggest indictment of me ever on this podcast and probably all three of us is if you went back and listened to that over under episode we oh did my God. <laughs> and the projections <laughs> I, don't w- I, <laughs> I think I was probably wrong on every shit. single one of them Um, I have, I have the... 3.30 I think I said yeah,
1: I it's think t- we all yeah. went over on the 320 well, quan average. Yeah,
0: I keep I kept saying he could uh, he could oh, uh, uh, challenge for the AL batting title. So I know that's a rough one. The only one that I know that I had, yeah, a you did prediction.
1: I think the only, the only one, only I had a one we're gonna get. Uh, there's, what, there's a couple. All-Star? There's a couple. I don't think we had an all-star one. Uh, well, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit the Plisac under 10 and a half starts. Oh, good. Yeah, good uh, call. The Jose, 29.5 home runs. Yeah, I mean, he can get hot. Naylor, 23.5 home runs. Mm, mm. No, probably not. On par for that.
2: Yeah, he'll cool off. Um, Let me take a look at Bieber's. Uh, McKenzie wins. I was way off on that one. I didn't anticipate him not coming back until June. So yeah. I'm excited for him to come back, though. Um, I mean, yeah, Bieber, a perspective the Bieber wise. the Bieber
1: ERA plus of one forty, yeah, not looking so hot. I think I would have bet the Jimenez with that. a 2020 season. Yeah, nope, not gonna happen. I think I bet under oh on that God. too. Yeah,
2: that one's making me Jimenez is making I, I me a bit nervous. Think like, I mean, I mean, it's it's a small sample size this season. Um, so and like, so, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine, but. Yeah,
1: so let, let me let me back up a little bit, a few minutes, and uh, to something that Steve said was the future of this club. The future of this club, I feel good about, with some caveats. Starting rotation, no problem. Most of the bullpen, no problem. I would shake some things up, though. With the current goal pen. When you get to the lineup. I really think that you have. Maybe four guys. In the current lineup that you could project. Two to three years down the road. Will be in the lineup. Quan. Ramirez. Jimenez. And Naylor. Josh Naylor. I think Bo Naylor, I think Rocchio, I think Freeman, who are some of the other younger guys.
2: And whoever we trade Bieber maybe
1: Maybe Gabriel Arias and whoever we get in a, in a Shane Bieber trade are all potential, you know, fill-ins. And I feel, I think the Jimenez thing is a little bit, I think he might have played a little bit above his head last year, and he's definitely playing way below what he should be playing. But I think the guy is still a 270 hitter, capable of 15 to 20 home runs.
0: Well, you got and you gotta lock somebody up. I mean
1: And you gotta lock somebody up. You, you gotta know? have somebody So like, like I think I think India last court. year might have been like a little bit of like a high, you know, like, hey, this is my this is my ceiling. But yeah. I definitely don't I do, I this this year is a mirage, I think, in some regards for him.
2: Well, so you're starting Tennessee, to see yeah, he defensively, outlook, he still brings it.
1: Yeah. The long-term mm. outlook I'm not super worried about. There was gonna be regression. I think we were
0: I am we a little bit hoping. I am a little bit I think because we were like all hoping you're not seeing for
1: limited regression.
0: The only thing that worries me though, from an offensive standpoint. And this is why I think what you said, Fab's like I I'm like, this is why I have a lot more like um, conviction that they've got to trade. They have to trade Shane Bieber. Like um, as soon as they possibly can is because, and you mentioned it a little bit in a previous episode or two, Chris, is that like, there isn't like a ton in the minors that's coming up. That like makes me
1: think, Oh, you know, here's this guy, you know, there is no, there is no impact. Outside of Naylor and Rokio, there's no one capable of making an impact. I would say the rest of this year or next year.
0: Correct. I would agree with you. However, maybe a Zach
1: Zach Collins, but I'm not considering him a prospect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mean, he's 27 years old or whatever.
0: Now, if you were to open that door. To a Shane Bieber trade to say, look, uh, and look, every team, every team has the same information, essentially. And they're looking at Shane Bieber and going, okay, this dude's getting hit harder than like ever before. I mean, you know, he's getting truly he's got I think he going even even going into that last game against the Orioles. He had one of the most hard hit balls against him. Than any other pitcher than in in May, so like he was one of the most hard hit pitchers. Well, don't in May. dive
1: don't dive too far into those stats because I want to I want to circle around to that to to kind of a little bit well, later. But,
0: so there's but there, there's sort of your ace in the whole pun intended to saying, well, we could get a very serviceable major league bat and get like a team's maybe two of their top ten prospects that could be like near, nearly ready, I would say. Um, like Baltimore. Even if you went... Baltimore makes a ton of sense. So, but, Well, Baltimore makes a lot of sense. I know they'd hate to do it in the AL. The team that I still look at is the Cardinals. I don't know if you guys Cardinals saw this. Cardinals are another team, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Jordan Walker, who just got like optioned back up to St. Louis, they did an interview with him when he was back down in AAA, and he, he basically said in the interview that, the Cardinals organization like fucked up his swing because they kept telling him to like lift the ball more. And he's just more of like a line drive kind of hitter. Um, and I feel like there's already like bad blood between them and their 20 year old top prospect. So I would like, I'd go to them and be like, look, you guys have no pitching on the planet. We'll take uh,
1: Jordan
2: Tyler Neal
0: and Jordan Walker and like, give us another guy. And
1: like, give me like a, a bullpen arm.
0: And I think you can Who's yeah, walk away.
1: Who is the guy from Columbia in the WBC that I'm I'm salivating over because he hit like one oh five on the
2: radar gun. He's like the thir- right thirtieth ranked I mean, prospect. <laughs> I do have bad news for Jordan wow. Walker. If he's if he's hoping that we'll fix his swing. I have no confidence in any of our coaches being able to do that. But uh it's a fun city. So that's something. Better than St. Louis. Yeah. I never yeah. St. Louis. <laughs> it's better than St. Louis. I've been there. I've, like four okay. Times. Okay. As someone who's been there, I'll trust you, Fabs. That's right. Yeah. That's where I cast out Billy Donovan and Al Horford.
1: Nice.
0: In
2: 2007. <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Beautiful. And then ran away. And then ran away. Yeah. Right. Didn't let them even respond. Yeah.
2: no they're across the street i was like okay bye (laughs) deuces (laughs)
1: um but yeah i mean any avian uh themed team would make sense uh to make a trade with even the blue jays yeah honestly i mean honestly yes I, i had forgotten about them for a second um And I want to Im- make this so clear because I know there's a segment of fans that as soon as we trade Bieber, I, I feel like it's an inevitability when it happens. Like it's, it's not if it's, it's when there's going to be a segment of fans. Oh, well, we just traded another Cy Young pitcher away. Just call it
0: Gavin Williams and everybody will shut up. <laughs>
1: little like, yeah. exactly, Well, yeah, but for the notes today, I try to make a tier list. And for the listeners, it's 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 a lot easier to kind of frame it in this sense. I had an ace tier, a number two, number three tier, a number four, number five tier, a long relief tier, and a cut this person tier.
2: I feel like you didn't need to add to cut this person tier, but you oh, just wanted it was, to
1: I have a personal <laughs> yeah. vendetta. Yes. Yeah, this was just like yes. to throw
0: him into the fire.
1: This
2: was just I love,
1: me just I love it. sticking it to him. Fuck. Fuck. And if only three people saw this, so be it.
0: Well, you've seen, I'm but, sure you've seen uh, your cut man's uh, stats recently in his last few starts oh, in AAA. <laughs> yes.
1: They they back they back up my thoughts. Youch. So in in the ace in the quote unquote ace tier, I, I I put Shane Bieber there. But I asked, I started asking myself, is he really an ace? He's he's topping out at like ninety one miles an hour with his fastball. He does have in his twelve starts nine quality starts, so that's ace like. Hmm. But a lot of the other, you know, strikeout numbers and other metrics, just they don't scream ace to me. They scream like a number two plus. If that makes any sense.
0: Like, yeah. Totally. If yeah. You possible. could slide them in any if given you slide day to be an ace. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Not consistently. Yeah. If you could slide them into your number two, you are more than happy to do so. In the two slash three kind of tier. I have McKenzie, Bybee and Allen and Gavin Williams based on some of the things that based on his stat lines really. And, and, and the one or two games that I've actually watched him pitch. Um, I, I I think that's kind of where you're going to build the rotation for the next five years is out of those four. Right. Um, and then the five six or, or um, four five tier, yeah. I got Cal Savali, Battenfield, maybe Joey Cantillo. He's only just been promoted to Columbus, gotten hit a little bit
2: down there. But that happened we'll pretty see. quickly though with Cantillo getting
1: it did to it did it did, and he's still a young guy. I think he's still only twenty one.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, he is twenty one. Yeah, he's super young. Um, yeah, I mean that's just that's a pitching factory that we have though. That's, that's exactly. And,
1: and there's a couple of guys. I I only, I only laid, I only did this exercise with the guys that are either in the majors or in Columbus that are prospects in Columbus. I didn't, you know, rank any of these 30 year old starting pitchers that we have down there, like Daniel Norris, but he does live down by the river in a van. (laughs)
2: Yeah. The good old um, old Danji,
1: yep. Um, and then, as long relief guys, I think Hunter Gaddis, Cody Mo- uh, Cody Morris, Xavion Curry, who we've seen in that role, and uh, Tuki Tassant, who we signed as a free agent. I think all three, uh, all four of those guys, really can make the transition. Some have to a degree already begun that process and and provide the bullpen with, you know, some kind of you know, long relief options and quite frankly, I think we, like I said, there's a couple positions in the bullpen that I would be making moves on and I think if we could insert one or two of those guys it would allow for a guy like um um Karen Check to go down to Columbus to get his head right.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, to answer your question, to go back to your, the top of it, to answer your question about Bieber being an ace, like, I mean, the stats don't lie. He, he really, he's
1: slipping. He's slipping.
0: Yeah. It's hard to, I, you know, it's, you like the guy, um, but there's just way too much data to suggest that his 2020 was an anomaly before he got hurt and sure he's reinventing himself as a pitcher but like when you start like when you look at like the fact that you've got a rotation that would already have four or five between mckenzie bybee allen williams potentially and then you could just figure it out with a fifth starter it's like you kind of have you you could find somebody
1: you could find somebody in free agency
2: yeah, you can get a veteran arm in free agency,
1: and, the, and yeah. you
2: have a, a ton of options of Savali, Quantrill, Battenfield. Like, yes, it's pretty remarkable. And, and there's some there's some
1: guys I didn't li- I didn't mention them in, in this exercise that are in Lake County and Akron and, um, Lynchburg that are starting to kind of work their way up too. You know we. How many? How many freaking pitchers did we take last draft? Nineteen or whatever. You know, one or two of those guys are going to hit. A couple yeah. of those guys are starting to show promise, but I think it's still a little too early to throw that expectation on them. Come August, if they're still performing like they are, and they might move up a level, yeah, I'll I'll start mentioning them, but and and then we'll have the other draft we'll have this year's draft too that i'm sure we're going to have a handful of pitchers uh selected too so you love said, their college factory, yeah i mean it's and these college arms can move through the system pretty quickly yeah you know you probably won't see them this year with whatever or you know whatever level um you know Lake county or lynchburg most likely uh, but you know, next year, year after, yeah, you're gonna start seeing these guys, and and there's gonna be another wave of arms coming through the system. Right. It's it's a very smart,
2: unsexy I mean, way
1: of developing a team.
2: I'm already <laughs> mapping out Cantillo replacing Williams when Williams is too expensive for us to resign with his agent. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's I mean, it's very circle of life here.
1: The the writing is on the wall with Gavin, um with having <laughs> Boris as his agent.
2: I mean oh my I God, think the best it? we
1: could I think I think the yeah, yeah, he's he's a Boris client. I oh, I think God. the best we could do with him is maybe kind of like somehow get a couple eight years of, out of him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe buy oh, maybe buy that first
2: year free agency or something. Yeah, that's fine. Especially if he's like pretty electric, then I think you, you I mean you could go to him. Dude, dude's already
1: twenty three years old too. So, I mean, you're talking carrying him through his age thirty, maybe thirty one season.
2: I did like the second I I like the second we had an issue with um, uh, with Savali coming back up in McKenzie and Teeter's like we're not going to have six starters. All of a sudden, Cal has inflammation, so he's oh yeah.
0: Oh, I absolutely love that as the like phantom inflammation. Note. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inflammation, like, baby. Yeah. Oh, he's got shoulder inflammation. He need a cortisone shot. He'll be he'll be shut down for a little while. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, god. didn't hear, you didn't hear anything about it in any of his like, because it's been like two days like, after his terrible, yeah, two start. days yeah. after his last god awful start. You know, there's been no movement on that whatsoever. But once it's time to make an actual, like, transaction, it's like, oh, hey, a roster spot opened up. How well, about hey,
1: that? hey, kudos to them. I love it. They yeah. I mean, did it right. They did it right. They sent him back to Cleveland. He got the MRI. There was well, inflammation. He's gonna be like, sut- shut down for a couple of days.
0: This is how like, I manage my. It's like how they manage my. I manage my fantasy baseball team. I basically just w- I wait and wait and wait until I absolutely have to make a a move with like an injured player, and you 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 wait it out. You know, it's like it's a smart yeah, move. Yeah. Um, and it's and and really honestly, like. <clears throat> you know, the the writing's on the wall for a guy like Ahmed Rosario and probably Mike Zanino, maybe, but.
1: Well, yeah, those two, those two they're guys giving are themselves, definitely.
0: They're giving on themselves their way out. that, like, they, they are. <sighs> it's tough because. They're, they're digging so only, their own graves. Well, they're two months in, and I think at this point, like you said, they, they're digging their own graves. It's very. Before Cal suddenly had shoulder inflammation, it was pretty obvious, like, who had to leave the rotation. If he had been pitching lights out, it was,
1: it was Hunter Gaddis. It was Hunter Gaddis who, if you look at his his uh advanced statistics, second, third time through the lineup, they're abysmal. Crazy, yes. Hunter Gaddis is a the perfect example of a guy who can move to the bullpen and give you two winnings. You know, he doesn't go yeah. through the rotation or doesn't go through the lineup twice. And and then you're like, well, let me back up, Steve, because I think you can make the argument before these last two starts with Cal that, well, the the final decision comes down between Savali and Cal. Who goes to the bullpen? And then Cal sealed his fate with these last two.
0: And it was Um, always it was always obvious that he'd go given that he had like bullpen experience. You know, yeah, I mean, and, Raleigh, and he fished
1: well out of the bullpen, too.
0: Right, he's another, which is why he he's got another guy. Chance. Right.
1: Here's something that I haven't published or said out loud, but I've been thinking about it for a while. How would you guys feel with the four-man rotation of McKenzie, Bybee, Allen, Williams... I'm talking like a year, a year down, you know, a year from now. And then the fifth spot is a opener, a la The Rays. And you got Cal, you got Xavion, you got Gaddis. You could. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody else is in that mix at that point, too. Yeah,
2: you could do that. That's
1: no worse. That's
0: no worse than picking up like a Carlos Carrasco-esque type guy.
2: Yeah. You know. You yeah. got nothing it's, to lose. It's it's no worse than having Plesak and Cal occupy two of your five spots.
1: Oh, Plesak gets
2: cut, by the way. Oh, no, I don't even... I just know like, this year. <laughs> it's, like, no oh, worse than, yeah. like, going into the game knowing, like, w- we aren't going to win this game. So I'm just waiting for that mm-hmm. message to come in, you know, for my app. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Bleisak, I mean, there's your there's a 40 man spot just ju- nice and juicy waiting to get yeah, opened up.
1: Yeah, and- there's a couple on these there's a couple of for it, it's always funny how the 40 man just kind of works itself out. Right? Because when when the time comes for Bo to get promoted, you can take a catcher off, whether it be Cam Gallagher or Zaniño. Or David Fry, or Fry. Oh, it should be poor, poor dude. Poor dude was tearing it up in Columbus, and then can't even get a shot here. Um, well, it should so be I mean, Zanino.
2: A, I just worry the front office. Well, Zanino going to be a free agent. Zanino's a free agent at the end of the year, anyways. I, I know. So I mean, like, front office to me, is so stupid, though. It's like it was a five million dollar investment. Just say like, oh, we made a bad choice, and like get him the fuck off. Of the between seat. Zanino
1: and Rosario, I mean, you're talking like. 12 million dollars in cap room, yeah. But you can just like go, hey, yeah, we've done gone screwed up now. Now our payroll's down to 80 million,
2: but then we're gonna the be a better like team that happens board. on every team, like, unless yeah. the team is like you know, one of the best in baseball, like, most teams have a couple of guys who, are like, oh, that didn't work out, and you just hope it isn't a guy you, you extended. Or a free agent who signed for like a four year deal at $80 million. And in our case, it's not like they're very low leverage free agents. Well, and and here's the other thing. They're costing us games. Like those two have cost us probably two to four games conservatively, which is like, which is like why I'm optimistic still about the season, knowing our starting pitching is getting greatly improved. We're getting a little bit healthier in the bullpen. And we should soon be getting rid of some of the guys who have been costing us games, and we're only still at four and a half games back with a hundred and what eight hundred and seven to play.
1: We could win the next three games
2: against Minnesota
1: very easily. I mean, we should have won today, should've. right? Um, as, but as long as we go two and two against them and we don't lose any ground, okay, exactly.
0: I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's never. You know, a bad you're thing. still
1: at, only at that 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 one third mark of the season. I I, I threw exactly. it in the notes. I threw it in the notes on you know May 31st of last year. The National League champions of 2022 were 21 and 29.
2: Heading and into the I day, know people are like I know people are like oh we don't have you know. Uh yeah, Bright's hard getting healthy. We don't have yeah, yeah. But but also that's a much harder division. Like our yeah. division is terrible.
1: I, I think the point that all of us would agree on is this division is so winnable.
2: I uh, and I would argue the winner of I this division argue, might have eighty four game or eighty four wins. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not us
0: crazy. Go, yeah.
1: I wasn't going to say, Did I'd argue, see, um, we could still so not win even the division the... by trading. Sorry, Steve, what were we saying?
0: Oh, sorry. I, I, I was just going to say, going back to uh, even 21, when you look at the Braves, um, they were this... 12 and 14 in April. They were thir- 13 and 12 in May. They were 13 and 15 in June, 14 and 13 in July. Then they went 18 and eight in August, 16 and 10 in September, and then ran their way to the world series. So like, you know, not it, they had to make a lot of, the thing is they made a ton of moves, uh, that year I remember, uh, and you know, that's kind of where the guardians sit right now is like, there's that's, that's, I think the most like frustrating element is like, if they were. If they were total crap and there wasn't anything that they could do about it, and it was just like, well, Rosario's gonna sit on the roster because like what else are we gonna do here? Yeah, we have
2: no other that options. Would, exactly. Well that would be one thing, but like and and we have I can, no I assets think, to trade. Like, yeah, it's stupid.
0: Yeah, it and to continue having him hit in the two hole, I think at this point, I'm I'm finally like, well, how much worse could Jimenez be even if he is struggling?
1: Like and here's the thing, too. Here's the here's the other thing. I think we can still contend by trading Bieber and Rosario easily. Easily, yes, because, I agree. Because what have you gotten from Rosario this year that isn't replacement level or better from inserting Freeman and in, you know at second base and moving Jimenez to, to short or bringing up Rocchio like. You have options. And quite frankly, they still need to figure that stuff out. Like, and then Bieber has been has been good and has been a stabilizing force for the rotation. But with welcoming Savali and McKenzie back, yes, both have been injury riddled before. But you hope they can pitch 20-some games. And you have Gavin Williams staring you in the face. Why not move those pieces for some assets that could help plug a hole, a gaping hole in right field?
2: Yeah, Gap, You know yeah. I'm preaching yeah. to the choir with both of you. No, guys, I mean, yeah, you can you can trade them and some prospects and get back two power bats or one power bat, some prospects. I think you could get two like offensive weapons one in right field, maybe a DH. Um, and that gives you even more flexibility with left, left and right-handed pitching matchups. And, like, I mean, the, the three super correctable things. Ahmed Rosario. You already have a guy like Arias or Jimenez who can immediately re- replace him and do better. Um, mm-hmm. Zunino. Um, this stat I saw online, and this is, this I think, only got worse um, against Zunino but just not even just how bad he is at the plate, how much better our pitchers are when Gallagher is catching the ERA for Gallagher is 3.09 162 innings, 166 innings. The ERA for Zunino, uh, 273 innings. So obviously different, but like still like a pretty big sample size for both is 5.24. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the pitchers are clearly so much more comfortable with Gallagher. And if Zunio is going to provide nothing at the plate, then like Gallagher, Gallagher can do the same. Bo Naylor can do the same. Like, But he can actually probably provide something at the plate. So there are yep. things where you don't have to do all the crazy trades that the Braves even made like two years ago to have a team yeah. that can then contend. Because I know I said at the top, I'm going to contradict myself, I said at the top, Oh, like, what's the point? This team isn't even like gonna, couldn't even advance, but they couldn't in their present state. If they get a power bat and some of these young guys can like actually be at the level or better than what we expect them to be, like, I do think there is a pathway to contend because the postseason is weird and our starting pitching rotation is really good. And that's like, that's a recipe for success. And you guys also forgot the biggest example that was, Go back to 2019. 2020 was our weird COVID year where the Dodgers yeah. won. Twenty nineteen, the Nationals started nineteen and thirty one. Oh yes, World Series.
1: damn. That's and Fabs,
2: right. you brought up something.
1: You brought up something that that jogged a memory from just hours ago. Pre-game on the radio, we're talking to Allen about how he's adjusted to the majors. And you know who he singled out in helping him make that adjustment was Cam Gallagher. You know whose name wasn't mentioned? Mike freaking, I can't stop a ball to save my goddamn
2: life, Zanino. So many pitchers have, like, spoken between the lines about him. About, like, how how less comfortable they are when he is back there. Yes. Including our bullpen. 100%. 100%.
1: 100%. It is a travesty that Tito Francona does not make defensive adjustments come the seventh inning every game.
2: It's that Zunino starts. Yeah, Zunino should not be in there
1: mm-hmm.
2: because like, he is providing you no offensive lift. Get to the seventh inning, especially in any kind of tight he game. Had, he had a single today. Out.
1: He had a single today. Let's give credit where credit's due. He had a single today that, that, that played in two RBIs. Great.
2: I'll give him okay. that. I'll give cool. him that. But then good because pr- he would theoretically not bat again. So then yes. make the defensive substitution. So then you great you got his amazing his amazing pop at the plate which never actually shows up and now make the defensive substitution and give give the the closer pitchers the bullpen like that prefers Gallagher give them the catcher they prefer. It's just I don't know what's going on with Teta this year too. Like I'm I'm starting to get like a little like like, pretty itchy on him with some of his like stubbornness yeah. around just not trying different things in the lineups, defensive you know, substitutions. Like, it's crazy.
1: He, he does seem a little sleep at the wheel this year. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Um, I, I'm, I will never, I'm a Tito fan. I will never, um, bury him, but, but some of these moves have been questionable. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then going back to cam gallagher dude's 30 years old dude i would i would i would sign him for another three years to be a defensive replacement
2: oh my god yeah he's yeah yeah
1: like why the hell not
2: i mean yeah, I, just, here's yeah. where i, I mean,
1: yeah
0: i i think like i mean i think the other thing too that sort of is like an overarching theme right now and 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 i don't know if it's any excuse that like you know, I I do buy a little bit of what Francona says where he's like, hey, like who else would I put in the two hole right now? Like, and yeah. also like also the bottom third of the lineup is so goddamn terrible that if I put Rosario down there, it would be that much worse. So I do understand that to some extent, but the thing that's like sort of the overarching theme is that like they lost out on the rumor is that they had like a Sean Murphy deal in place and the Braves, like last minute, came in and like get, blew away the A's with the better deal. Um, yeah, and they were in the mix for Matt Olsen at one point. Like,
2: apparently they're finalizing that. Steve,
0: dude. The thing is, I think the Guardian, like, clearly the team and the front office knows the weaknesses. They they clearly know.
1: They, they, there's no way they can't.
0: So I, I I think like they had to like pivot this year and say, well. We we didn't get Matt Olson last year. We didn't get Sean Murphy this last offseason. Because if you'd gotten Sean Murphy last season, we probably aren't talking about like any of this stuff. <laughs> like it's like you've locked up your catcher. You've got a bat that you who's tearing yeah. it up. Um, all the things that yeah. you're looking for would essentially be fixed. Uh, all but, of a sudden,
1: Bo Naylor becomes a trade trade piece.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yes. it's a
0: totally different. You know, it's a totally different vibe. Uh, on the team I mean, this if you year, Murphy so i and think-
2: Olsen you're you are probably leading this division by six games
0: if you got both of them you are yeah man like 10 games over 500 like you're a right now
2: that's what's <laughs> like- <laughs> that's what's disgusting is like you're a contender because you probably have traded Espino and maybe even yeah. Gavin Williams is no longer in our system but like cool we have four of our five guys of the future or we have three of our our five guys of the future and you still have Bo Naylor, a couple other pieces to maybe trade.
1: And you still hold on hope that maybe Bieber does a three year deal this offseason. Yeah, there's a press that on Arb, that more. You know, yeah. maybe maybe you pivot there and you go, Hey, we'll give you twenty million a year over the next three years. You know, it's it's you pivot and you look at different options, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I, so I think that bodes well for how they'll look at the trade deadline this year, especially with a guy like Bieber, who really is their only real, only decent trade asset.
1: Yeah. I, I think yeah. it's a pipe I, dream. I, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to paint a picture that, that Ahmed Rosario nets us anything much more he would
0: than get, a, he a potential
1: enough. bullpen arm, you know, at maybe. Best,
0: maybe as a rental. I mean, he'd have to turn it on pretty quick here, but he will, uh, you know, um, I, I I think the team's very willing. It's just that it just hasn't like come to fruition. They're clear. And they were in the mix. Clearly they wanted Brian Reynolds before he got the, the extension. So they, they they know it's just a matter of, of making it work. And like, there's a number of teams, especially in the NL that intrigue me to where I, I, I almost think so. Okay. So we wrap up May. We're heading into June. June starts off on a sour note. Okay, great. Uh, But I actually do think I, I I have this weird feeling that like, we're going to be talking at an episode in like mid July and being like, a lot of the stuff we've talked about has happened. Maybe not the Bieber trade yet, but I think we're going to be like, oh man, this team's actually playing pretty well. And we're kind of in the mix. I have this weird feeling that in like a month and a half, it's like, going to happen.
1: I'm, I'm the eternal optimist with this team, and I agree. Um, and here's a team that has been um, tumbling that may be a trade partner that may be selling off some pieces in Chicago, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Oh, I know God, they just dude. re-signed Ian Hap.
0: I know. But could you it's imagine
1: a landing an Ian Hap type guy? To play right field
0: that would like, be wonderful that'd
1: be that'd be amazing and like a i i now i'm not saying i i don't let me say this i don't think they're gonna probably trade him this year because they just did re sign him over the offseason but
0: yeah but like
1: what do you that know what his would deal fix some problems
0: uh whatever his deal is i'd say it's it, worth it. it because like if yeah. you went to them if you went to them this year and we're like well we want ian hap we'll take a Cody Bellinger rental and a random prospect in your top 10. And we'll give you Shane Bieber. I, and they I might do they that, dude. I don't they know
1: why might they might do that, that because they don't have yeah. any pitching. All so, their pitching is geriatric as
2: balls, man. Like, <laughs> so Hap steel is three years starting oh, in 2024, three years, 61 yeah. million. Oh, do, do it, do it today. Do it. That that's a deal.
1: Bellinger is a complete rental. Haps um, your
0: Haps a utility uh, uh, outfielder slash you know wherever else you need him, guy. Could you? But
1: but think about this. H- Haps yeah c- can do that that utility role, but he's kind of started to settle more more so into the outfield. But could you imagine the utility? Between him and a Gabriel Arias, if, if if Arias over the next month or so mm-hmm. starts showing even more, oh!
0: So Ian Hap, Ian Hap this year is uh, arguably having a better year. Well, clearly having a better year than he did last season. To this point, he's hitting two seventy eight, three ninety four on base. Uh, uh, 812 OPS plus 123 OPS plus four homers, 22 RBIs, um, five stolen bases, 15 doubles. I mean, he fin- he, he, he would be an incredible, an incredible upgrade. I, I really actually truly think I don't like, think I would 28 he's 20, yeah, 28. 28, yeah. So, and for three years, like, what wouldn't you Dude, want? This is out a perfect of that? amount. Like, it's perfect. It's the perfect amount. And give us some random. It gives your prospect. I, I will take whoever in your top ten.
1: Who, I don't even know their top ten.
0: Let me Google a lot that of them quickly. I mean, a lot of guys have come up recently, but you know, there was like that Matt Mervis, I think, um, who came up. But I mean, whoever. It's like whatever. I'll take a. Bl- Probably a bullpen arm, but from an offense. Yeah, why standpoint, not? I mean,
1: like, why not?
0: If you were to like, if you were to look at this team in, let's say, August, let's say August first, this team has Ian Hap, Brian Rocchio, and Bo Naylor as your three like, let's call them additions to the roster. I-
1: I'll roll with that. Yeah. Yes. If I'm going to witness an 80-loss team, I'd much rather witness that 80-loss team than what we currently have going
2: on. Absolutely. I I want to witness some of our young guys, like, give them some at-bats.
0: Especially if, like, they're going to play, because let's say they're, you know, falling out of it in July and they trade Bieber. It's like, okay, then it's like the young guns, the, the even younger guns showing up. <clears throat> if they make a run and still don't make it or whatever that's more exciting though to say well good looks like we have some hope for 24 as opposed to like yeah. cuz they're they're still like the youngest yes. team in baseball so, we say it all the time and, and like,
1: what in this division what in this division worries you moving forward nothing literally nothing in nobody. this division nobody, nobody and
0: nothing all. for the yeah.
1: next for the next 5 years i i can say genuinely nothing Kansas City is doing is taking off Detroit's showing signs of life, but I don't buy it. The White Sox are a mess. The Twins, I think they're, they're going to be, they're getting old. They're going to start selling off. Minnesota's been hanging around there, but I think
2: they're the getting twins some are outstanding
1: good. pitching. They're getting, yeah, their pitching is like pitching out of their mind.
2: Yeah. And it, still, sustainable. it is are not that, and they're still not far ahead of us. Yeah. And until they like, be the twins four or like, five games ahead of us,
0: the Twins have to play perfect, perfect baseball to like ever go on a run. But they just go yeah. through these stretches. They go through these stretches where they kind of just collectively stink, and then they also are like really snake bitten by injuries with guys. Like
1: I was going to say, yep, they have so many guys on that ha- team who can't stay always healthy. Always happens.
0: Polanco can't stay healthy. Buxton Gallo. Oh um royce lewis had like the achilles kepler thing. It, it's kepler's always hurt it just kind of never ends and like it stinks because like when they're not playing the guardians like i do like the twins a lot um yeah. but it, it's same uh, you know yeah so um so yeah so the the twins clearly have issues beyond, you know, just even like on field stuff, you know, like on field stuff. It's like guys just yeah. can't like stay healthy. So it's one of those it, and they have a good and, and They, probably, they, a are, they and probably
1: are the biggest I was saying like, they probably are the biggest threat to us in the next I mean you figure like six years.
0: And and you figure like, okay, in any division like God, you would hope that there's like another team that's halfway decent to play I, i'm okay you know. t- with that though.
1: i'll tell you what I, I was gonna jokingly say this um i was looking at the standings for across all of baseball but uh central you know the central prairie states midwest united states is devoid of quality baseball if you look at both central divisions,
2: oh yeah, it's terrible. It
1: is just like Eh. Maybe this team can win it the division. Maybe this I don't know if everything falls this team's way, maybe they can make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. No one's doing like no one's no. truly separating themselves. No, the, NL mean, the, playoffs, the, 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 or the Royals, The Royals are falling to the wayside. But besides that, everybody else is kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah, trust me. I don't want to be in, like, the AL East. (laughs) So I'll take... No. We are very fortunate.
2: We are so fortunate. Cleveland has terrible divisions everywhere else. And we were stuck with, like, the Yankees for 50 years trying to, like, get to a World Series. So I'll... Whatever. Because... Because, you know, then it's like, well, what about those other teams? Yeah, they all have, like, massive payrolls. Like, Boston Boston has a giant payroll. And they're terrible right now. But they've also won a ton of World Series in the last, you know, 15 years. So, like, but, I'll, I'll take our crummy division. Here's the other thing. There was, I forget
1: who it was. Maybe it was Ken Rosenthal put out a list of, like, the seven teams that are underperforming. And I went and looked at all those rosters. And a team like the Mets and I'm like holy cow these guys are old as dirt by baseball standards
2: oh yeah dude yes and are. i'm
1: like and, and and so so i'm i'm still like holding on to this thought i'm like i'm you know i'm i'm not happy about what's going on this season so far for the guardians by any stretch you know i think we should be 4 games above 500 you know you know Moonwalk into the division, but we're not. But when I look around, I go, okay. So maybe, really, like, yes, obviously, those teams like the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, they're gonna they're gonna tend to be older teams. The, those those teams where a lot of free agents flock to as well. There's a balance though between being. The Crypt Keepers and the babies, <laughs> like, and so it got me thinking. Okay, so what's really truly going to be the Guardians' window? Two years, maybe down the road.
2: Yeah, but I still like, want like, our World, World Series like window, like
1: mean? legitimate like World Series contenders, like. Where we have like a five six year window of being World Series contenders, all of these guys have gone through through the growing pains. I don't think it's next year. I think it's twenty twenty five. That's when
2: it starts. Truthfully, but at the same time, yeah. When people start starting primes, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah but like, but, you, but at the same time, next year you could argue next year. I mean, those but, guy exactly like, exactly like Steven Kwan will be to, in his third season. Way, you know,
1: yeah. I don't want to piss away opportunities, you know. And and I think that that the front office, to some degree, is sitting on their hands a little bit this year. And I know we said, you know, let's let's watch June play out, because I, I'm right there with you, Steve. I think I think they're going to turn. I think they're going to turn a corner in June. Again, that might just be me being optimistic.
0: But they I have think- to make. They have and, to make and, a few tough decisions, though, and say if you're going to turn a corner, exactly,
1: in June, exactly. If it's like
0: if it's mid June and they haven't oh. and and Ahmed Rosario's is still scuffling, it's like I, I don't know what to tell you. You've had almost half the season, yeah. You got it done,
1: you, yeah. I was going to say you're yeah. going to be you're going to be up against the halfway point, and you got to you got to pull you got to pull the ejection cord.
2: You know, you got to get, get, get bone nailer up here too. Like we got to do some, The catching is just. It's not good, like in any facet. But Bo- was hitting like what? 260
1: in Columbus, 250?
0: Yeah, it was like a pretty, pretty great on base percentage.
1: Which, it's like, base is through the roof. I, yeah, it's kid just one walks. Of those... The kid draws walks.
0: Yeah. I'm just getting tired of seeing that those highlights on Twitter every night from like the Clippers where it's like, whoa, oh, what can't Rokio do? It's like, Oh my God, dude. Just, I know. It's unbelievably Play at aggravating. at the big league
1: level. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it. Like, that's the yeah, only like, thing he can't do. Yeah. If, I As don't know if like,
2: um, Okay, let's see his stats. Uh, bang, 254, 388 on base percentage, though. Jeez. Um, nine home runs, 37 RBIs. You'll take that from a catcher. You will yeah. take that all like, day long.
1: And let's even say he, that there's going to be a drop because he's playing in. Triple A compared to majors. Let's even say he gets down to like
2: two thirty. It's the best any catcher we've had in goddamn decade.
1: Pretty much. It's I really think Bo is a. I really think Bo is a two two 250 hitter with twenty home run potential.
2: Who on the Who on uh, yeah. the roster is
1: honestly blocking
2: him? I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to comp it to Sandy Alomar. Let me see what his averages were. Sandy had a couple
1: uh three hundred plus years in there, so his average might be a little bit inflated.
2: Especially yeah, he like had
1: 97 some, season. 97
2: was 324, but then 98 he was 235, with okay. 26. Oh, um, only six home runs that year. 97 yeah. was probably his best year. He had 21 home runs yeah. and batted 324. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's the,
1: that's a good comp. That's a good comp for the average, I would think. Yeah, average of
2: power, it looks like. Uh, for his career, he has uh, 273 batting average, 112 home runs, 309 on base percentage. So
1: probably what, like 12 to 15 home runs uh, on average? Yeah, let
2: me see. Let me see the averages for home runs. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Okay. Uh, well
0: it is frustrating to have yet another week where we basically are just like telling ourselves and any and everybody who's listening what we all kind of know. You know, and, and like it's yeah. like I I it's hard to that's what makes it hard to watch is like, like we've been saying this whole episode, you know, it's tough to continuously watch them struggle. The bullpen's in a, a whole other bag of chips. Like, yeah. what's going on? It's like, it's...
1: Well, it's maybe, we talk, maybe we can, you know, we'll have another week or at least through the weekend and, and we can kind of take a look at the bullpen. But I really don't think the bullpen's problems I, are... I mean, I would say
0: that you're probably, the, here's the thing about the bullpen is like, I think it's, one, it's the same with the starting staff is that for a long time now, for like nearly a decade, we've been treated to like otherworldly worldly bullpens, yeah. not just closers, but like some of the best setup guys in the game and, and, you know, unbelievably talented relieving of uh, relieving core, you know, three or four guys in the bullpen that just shut it down. There's good, You forget that there are going to be nights where a guy like Trevor Steffen, who's pretty reliable, yeah. gives up a home run. It's not
1: Trevor it Steffen and Eli Morgan had just not good performances. They had today. bad
0: games and and they had bad stings. games.
1: But if you go back and you look at their seasons so to so date, you'll take it. I mean, it, 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 they are they're performing better than I think any one of us could expect.
0: I will say too, you know, and this is like really trying to find the silver lining here, but I'll, Hey, look, the offense came back again and, and put up six runs. I mean, they're not
1: 28 runs now in the last four games. Hey man,
0: they're not looking helpless.
1: And part of, I think, I think some of the, the woes from the bullpen were you're clinging to one to two run leads. Right, and then something goes awry, and poof, there goes the lead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think you can't put all that pressure on the bullpen for a full season, let alone a, a third of the season, and expect to to for them to come out shining every time. Again, right. I I I don't want to jump to conclusions just yet with the bullpen. Um, I have some issues. You know, maybe.
0: But it's clear. Oh, oh! Certainly, there's certainly issues. I mean, it's certainly clear that
1: or uh, concerns.
0: Jack's probably lost most of his ability to pitch in a high leverage situation at this point.
1: Absolutely. Karin, if check is put into a game in the seventh inning or later, that's that's just.
0: It'll be interesting to not see. Acceptable. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, with him, but like, but, but with relievers, it's like, send him down. Keep, send him down. It, it's not the end of the world. You got 50 other guys right. who can fill in that role. He's not, he's got like, options. He's got options, and he's not some like, he's been pretty decent at times, but he's also struggled a ton at other times. So it's like, there's nothing that forces you to keep him on the roster. It's like, you've, when now that you have henches back, it's no. like, a bullpen that is a back end of like Stefan Henches and, and Classe. And then you figure it out the rest of the way. It's like, Oh, and De Los Santos, Eli Morgan, Morgan. De Los
1: Santos, like boom, Xavier Curry's pitched. Well,
0: yeah, he's pitched very well. So innings either, I, I guess, I guess it's just more of the, like it's the, it's that understanding. It's that understanding and acceptance that like, you know, sometimes a bullpen is just going to blow a game and it stinks. And there's not much you can do about it, but like you really can't blame Tito for putting Trevor Stefan out there when they had a three run lead. So well, it is what it is. I mean, what are you going <laughs> to, it's not always the manager's fault. So, you know, you yeah, just got to, have to execute. it's like, if you, yeah, guys got to execute if you can split. And that that's part of it too. Even on the offensive side is like, to some extent, you know, T- Tito's not the one necessarily also, like, bringing these guys up. There's that other wrinkle of, like, yeah. does the front office want to do it? You know, like, what, what's their thinking right. on some of this stuff? So, it's not just him being like, well, I don't want to call up Brian Rocchio. Um, and, you know, if guy, if guy, at, at times, most of the season, 99.9% of the season, the entire offense isn't executing. So, you could put them anywhere and i don't know how much of a difference Mm -hmm. it would have made right so like it's a it's a little tough in that regard but i think we're at a point now again to kind of just belabor the point we're at a point where it's like big decisions need to be made if you're actually going to try yeah if you're if you're not just going to shit the bed this whole season and you're actually going to like make an effort there are clear things that need to happen and i think we're there I'm I'm ready. Like I've no, there are no more excuses.
1: Yeah, and, and and at the the you know the the point of you know one third through the season. What 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 do you expect to change from some of these guys? That'd be my question. Yeah, the it's, to, to the front office. Well, that's, like, yeah, what, what like, exactly? Like what what have what is you what have you seen to this point? That tells you that, oh, in the next two thirds of the season, things are gonna change. Well, that's like that
0: thing with Rosario is like everybody's yeah. like, Well, and I and think like that's coming to mind. It's like he right. got hot in yes. June. It's like, okay, I mean you're hoping for that to happen again. There's no promises there. And it's it's hard yeah. to just like keep holding out hope that it's going to happen when you could say, well, would Brian Rocchio give you as good, if not better numbers the rest of the way? And I think it's very arguable that if you did some combination of like Rocchio Freeman and Arias at shortstop, some weird Frankenstein monster of them swapping positions and stuff um, and playing time, yeah, you could probably very easily replicate and and improve upon the shortstop position. Yeah, even I if think Rosario had a good I think, week,
1: I think you would exceed what the output that you're getting from Rosario. I, I yeah, with those three, even if he had a good week, like when he
0: gets like he has like that four he had like that four hit game or whatever, and he's yeah. like, okay, what did that buy him? Like another month on this? Yeah, team? That like, probably
2: two or three months on the team.
0: What the hell? So, I don't know. I think we all kind of are at this point, you know, where we know what they need to do. It's just a matter of like, when are they going to do it? I, I doubt it's a matter right. of if anymore. It just yep. it's, it yeah. just stinks. It's hard to hard to sit back and watch it sometimes. But um, there are signs of life, so it's a little bit uh, exactly man- more manageable, I guess. Um, yeah, and I guess the last point, really quick. Well, I guess before we we do our pitch clock question, um maybe there's hope on the horizon too and uh if you've not been able to watch the Guardians because uh it sounds like a bankruptcy court did force Bally to have to pay all the R- yeah. all their RSN fees I and saw that. the Padres Padres are already going with the MLB uh broadcast Padres, so well, I fe-
1: Well, Bally's Bally's did um Missed the payment, and then that triggered that movement. But did you guys see the exchange? Now, this is only uh, Manfred's version of the story, but Diamond Sports was like, oh, well, if you don't renegotiate with us to lower terms, we'll just file bankruptcy. This is like before the season started. Mm Mm-hmm. And Manfred's like, mm, no, yeah, go and for it. Diamond was also like, well, we have enough money to pay you guys, but we're not going to. Like, they have enough cash on reserve that they can make those the the full payment for this year. But prior to the season, they were like, well, we have to renegotiate.
0: It's like no, you don't. You signed a contract, and this is what and was. And I was yeah.
1: When I saw we that, have
0: more
2: news, lawyers than you do.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, I was like. I cannot wait for Diamond Sports to burn.
0: it com- yeah. it's coming. It's it's already happening. So there's a chance maybe we'll actually get to watch this team on TV. I thought
1: Judgment Day was going to be on Tuesday, but it's taking a little bit longer for the court to to determine um but or no wait. Wednesday. No, they forced I'm sorry, them Wednesday. I thought Judgment yeah, Day was going to be Wednesday. they
0: they ruled it was ruled that they have to pay. Now well, it's just a matter they, yeah, of yeah. Like, if they will. Yeah,
1: it's just a matter of, of the everything playing out.
0: Yes. And they might as well just say, like, no. They might as well just not kick out those six teams or whatever, including the Guardians, and just, like, reduce their number of RSNs that they deal with and uh, kick those back to MLB. And for people like me with the MLB TV package already... I will gloriously get to watch them without blackouts, so that's what I'm hoping for.
1: Well, and then they they threw this out prior to the start of the season, but maybe working with local networks. Well, that's yeah.
0: Phoenix is doing that. Yeah,
1: there's some precedent there because the Golden Knights uh, broke their deal with, I I believe, with Bally actually, Bally and Diamond Sports. And they're like, no, we're just going to go to like the ABC affiliate, and we're going to just have our, them broadcast our games for the next four or five years or whatever the deal was. And they are not even just broadcasting in Nevada. I think they're reaching, um, like Utah, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, what a way to expand that brand. Yep, yep, it's coming. I mean. Oof. this is gonna be fun. Ugh. Oh,
0: yeah, gosh. it would certain. It would certainly be nice to be able to actually watch a Med Rosario go 0 for five again. No,
1: I- as someone who gets that
0: privilege, <laughs> no, 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 you don't. No, <laughs> mm. you you almost wish it no. was blacked out in your home.
1: I do, at least for his at bats.
0: <laughs> oh man, um, all right. I can't tell
1: you, you how much how done I am with him.
0: Oh, I know. Well, don't worry. When we have to ta- continue to talk about that until like July we'll have to keep coming up with you know more more ways to describe our frustration so um all right well let's see here uh pitch clock question does anybody have one
1: i have one oh yes Perfect. i have one i actually came up with this last week or last okay. time we two weeks ago when we last recorded oh that's right you had to hold
2: on to it yeah
1: i had to hold on to it <clears throat> and uh Boy, I think we really danced around it earlier today in our recording. Um But besides Shane Bieber, who what which starting pitcher do you think has the potential to get moved? So who's your number two pitcher that would get moved this Again, year in a trade? In a trade. Yes. Yes. In a trade. Okay. Oh and wow. I will, uh, I can go. whoever wants whoever wants to go first. You, I'll f- go. you ready, Febs? Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Two or three,
2: two, one, go. So he's just coming back for an injury, but Savali would probably be like the ideal person. Um if he gets off to a hot start. I don't I don't want to move him, but Cal has no value. Police has no value. So You're not going to trade Tristan, so I would say Savali.
1: 17 and a half. Well done. Thank you. Steve, are you ready?
0: Yeah, let's do this.
1: All right. Three, two, one, go.
0: I actually would go with Quantrill because I think the Guardians would want to try and hang on to Savali just to see what – because he has pitched well when he's healthy – that I could see them wanting to try and like stick it out, where Quantrill gives a team like a little bit more flexibility.
1: Maybe I'd go with him. <laughs>
0: that's ooh. my that,
1: that's my best. Nineteen like, seconds. Ooh, ooh. ooh nineteen uh, yeah. seconds. Nineteen seconds. Hey, I'm a little, that's a good question. That yeah, might I'm be pretty, a new. I'm that pretty... might be like pushing the limit. Like that might be the new record
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got. I got. All you. right. All right. You got me. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. So I actually don't want
1: them to trade anyone. But if I had to say someone, I would also go with Cal. Uh, He had 15 wins last year. He's had some good quality starts this year. I do think he has a little bit of value. um, But I would also have to indicate that we could maybe sign Shane for another year or so.
2: Oh, oh, oh my God. You've taken it to the furthest limit. Oh, 19.99. Are you serious? That's wow. Crazy. <laughs> yes.
1: He showed us a time. It's right there. To, to the limit. I had a, oh my god. And a hundredth of a wow. second left. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Well,
0: there's no one uh, that can will we, we'll never be able to beat that. That's that's it.
2: Never. No. You can just tie it. Unless the, you yeah. go over Well, the pitch clock
0: <laughs> it's like, we oh. might have to retire the we might honestly have to retire the pitch clock question and do Something different now. <laughs> to end the series. To end an episode. <laughs> That's it.
1: Well, I do oh, like these quick God. random uh random questions that we pose uh at yeah. the end. No, and those are fun. rapid fire answer them. Um but but like I mean for me to tie it up with that question The reason I do think that we can't, you know, necessarily trade somebody beyond a Bieber is Allen and um, uh, Bybee and, and and probably even Williams, let's let's face it, he'll probably make an appearance. Haven't pitched much more than I believe hundred thirty-two innings.
0: You're right, uh, Allen exactly. and Bybee,
1: and then Williams has right. only pitched like one hundred fifteen. So there's going to be some very serious, you know, hundred fifty inning caps or whatever the 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 club just determines. Um, you know, in the future. So well,
2: having like that flexibility. I, I not I wouldn't want to pitch I, or I wouldn't want to trade anybody outside of Bieber. Cause like, I also, I don't think the return you're going to get is going to be worth. Yeah. The, yeah. the
0: only way I could see I it would be like, too. the only way I could see it would be throwing it into the deal with Bieber. If like a team was like really pitching starved and was like, well, we just, right. we need like bodies.
2: Oh and yeah. That yeah. And would then they are like going to give away a stupid number of prospects. and Like you're just like, okay, i we would that's never the, be able to get like anything for this.
0: Right. Yeah. That's re, like if like if the deal was like, you know, some weird crazy thing where it was like
1: we'll give you our top we'll give you four of our top ten prospects and a ready made outfielder. Right. Okay. But we it's we, like, we okay. have to be part of it.
2: It's I like, think like, I saw that's okay. yeah, good.
0: Yeah, I think I think I saw that in the Luis Castillo trade with the Mariners, the Reds got like three of the top ten prospects from the Mariners. Yes. That, that, was like that was like was about
1: it, right? They didn't get but, anybody I, who was... No. Or was there a fourth player in there? I don't
0: think so. But, but the Guardians the, are not... Like, they're in a different position where it's like, yeah, yes. we're also trying to contend. So, yeah. right. They're, and that's tough I, and, because... And,
1: and thank you for saying that too, because... I don't think I, I nailed this point earlier. There is a world in which... The Guardians move on from Ahmed and Bieber and yet still contend. Like,
2: absolutely. Not just
1: like playing around contending, like legitimately contending.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I think, yeah, Tristan, there's a real You're your one. A, yes. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well,
0: hey, look, let's. uh That's why it's so frustrating. It's like, oh. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Well, that's the thing about baseball season. But
1: you know what? The other point I was going to make too, uh, earlier, you were talking about all the trades in the last couple of, you know, seasons, it takes two to tango. It, it, it really takes two, you know, to make, obviously to make a deal happen. So let's also, you know, a, you can go to baseball trade, um, um, baseball trade rumors, baseball trade evaluations, you know, online and, and, Make your mock trades but if it doesn't make sense for the other team then it's not gonna happen
0: right exactly right. like <laughs> it is what it is like like this isn't this isn't it be the show
1: where you can force trades through exactly
0: yep so we'll see um all right cool well that's it for this episode uh as always rate review subscribe um and uh, tell all your friends about us and all that good stuff. And uh, catch us on social at Calpino Pod, and we'll catch you guys later.